on each and every one that would need your mighty touch in this house, Lord. God, we can't do it without you. God, accept you for just being complete control this night, Lord. We magnify and exalt your wonderful name, thank God, for all that you have done and the things that you're doing in the midst of your people this night, Lord. We're giving you thanks, Jesus, Father, and we magnify your name for all that you have done, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Book of Jeremiah, chapter 6, and verse 16 says, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see and ask where the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. I thank God we know what the good way is tonight. Right, Repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, that is the good way. The Bible says to ask for the old ways and to walk therein. The end of that verse says, it says, um, but they said we will not walk therein. I thank God tonight I'm not in the midst of a people that rejects the word of God. That when it's presented to them, they don't refuse it, they don't deny it. But I thank God I'm in the midst of a people that will receive the word of the Lord with gladness. The Bible talked about those that will receive the word of God and meekness being mixed with faith. I thank God that we have faith tonight to receive that when the man of God or the word of God tells us to repent and to get baptized in Jesus' name and to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, we receive that word and we apply it to our lives. Right, he was speaking to a rebellious people in the book of Jeremiah. I guess they, they, just, they just didn't want to hear what he had to say. They, did, they rejected full well the word of God. And we know if we reject the word of God, nothing good can come to our path. But when we receive the word of God, Blessings are on the way. I just want to give God thanks tonight because he has done great things. And if we just receive his word with gladness, he will do a great work in the midst of his people. Let's continue to give God thanks and praise tonight. Celebrate, celebrate, happy your head. Celebrate, leave for joy. Celebrate, celebrate, 
church is yes. where Jesus is right amen because once you step out of that church and you go into this world and hit those outward bands there's destruction coming to hit you there's there's uh, evil and uh, to hit you there's snakes out there to get you and it's this there just to, to, to destroy you to destroy everything you got to, to keep you down and everything I'm glad that I keep Jesus in the center of my life keep the church in the center because when the winds are gusting, because <coughs> when the winds are gusting, and it's it's looking like it's uh, just looking like it's the end of the world, you you're right here in the center, knowing where you're going to be at. It's with Jesus, right. and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for Him keeping us under that umbrella of protection, 
and keeping his word with us. And as the ushers get ready, everybody say, God bless the offering. God bless the offering. In Jesus' name. opportunity, Lord, to be in your house, to worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth, Jesus. God, we're praying, Lord, to be here. Thank you for what we feel, dear God, tonight. Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to be in church again today. Worship God. Nothing but good is happening in church. That's why I want to be here every time the doors are open. It ain't, it ain't going to be a down time. It's going to be a good time in the Holy Ghost. But two or three are gathered. He's here. He's in our midst. We came. We've done all this preparation. We pay lights, water bill, all this thing to have 
a good time. This is what we do. All of this is for Jesus. All this preparation, all this thing that we're doing, it's all for God. It's all that we might get closer to him tonight. We might worship him in spirit and in truth. And that's what I come to do. I'm sure that you come to do the same. Uh, I guess I want to read. Let's turn to the book of John. John, if you have a Bible. John chapter 4. John chapter 4, verse 10. Reads, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that say to thee, Give me the drink, thou would have acts of him, and he would have give thee living water. I read again. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that saith unto thee, Give me drink. Thou would have asked of him, and we, he would have give, given thee living water. Living water tonight. You may be seated. Very familiar to us tonight. This is Jesus. He's talking to this lady at the well in his earthly ministry. And, you know, before she even, he, she even Jesus came in contact with this woman, you know, the Bible in the first chapter of chapter 4 is talking about how that there were people that were getting a little, they were saying that hey, you know, Jesus is this, is baptizing more people than John the Baptist. The minute God's Jesus ministry at that time was exploding. You know, just what he come to do, he come to do great things and if he coming in, he's coming on the earth, he's baptizing people and people are noticing. People are noticing that hey, this guy Jesus He's baptizing people. Uh, there's a revival that's happening. People are being saved. People are being changed. And great things are happening. And in the midst of all of that, of all of that greatness that's going on, lives are being changed, and Jesus is doing what he wants to do. Verse 4, if you're still there, he said, He must needs go. He must, he must needs go through Samaria. So after all this that Jesus is doing, the great revival, he stops it all and says, Hey, I must go to Samaria. I must go to Samaria. It's very important that we take note of that because you read later on as Jesus is talking to this lady that she asked him, say, how is it that you're speaking to me, me being a Samaritan, you being Jew, knowing that there's no dealing with us? But through all of the revival, Jesus stops everything and goes to Samaria to see this lady that he's talking to. I'm glad tonight, and I know that you're glad tonight, that Jesus stopped everything and came and visited our lives. That when we were messed up, like we were going to read, this lady was messed up, confused. Jesus came through our lives and saved us, and he came and did something. I'm glad tonight that we have a God that would leave. You may be seated. The Bible talks about it. The Bible gives the parable about uh, the, the shepherd that will leave, the, he have a hundred, and that will leave the ninety-nine just to go find the one that have strayed away. Right. I'm glad tonight that we serve a God that cares, yeah. uh, cares that we have a shepherd that cares that will drop everything to come see us. Right. And that's what's, what's going on here. And then as we read, uh, Jesus asked the lady, he said, give me, give, me, give me something to drink because she's at the well. 
She's coming out the well, and she's coming at a time when no one's there. The Bible says usually when you women go get water in the morning, she come at noontime. She had things to hide. And but here's Jesus. Actually, he said, "Hey, give me something to drink. Give me something to drink." And she asked him, "You being a Jew, me Samaritan, how is it that you ask for me to drink?" And that's what we pick up here when she said, "If you knew, if you knew who was talking to you, you would have asked me to give you something to drink." You know, it's very important that we come to church. We know who we're talking to tonight, who we're praying to, who that we're communicating with tonight. We're not communicating with a person or a thing that can't do anything, but we're praying and we're talking to a God that can do anything. Well, we're talking to a God that can make things happen, that can make things appear, that can do great things for us. Realize who we're communicating with tonight. Let's not forget who it is that we've come to see. Amen. We should take great encouragement in that tonight, that knowing that we're, we're talking and we're coming to a God. And this church thing, you know, you may be seated. The religious world, they have watered down church. I mean, you come in, you know, sang a couple of songs, you know, then you sit down, hear some words, turn around and walk off. And that's it. No changing. No, no, nothing happens. But thank God that when we come, like Brother Marvel was saying, we are people that have, we want the ways. We want the things of God. We want that. And that's, in this religious world, they have cost, they, they cast that off. They look at what we're doing now as strange. And they, and then, but this lady here, you know, Jesus told us that, hey, if you knew who you was talking to, when we come into this place, we want to know who it is we're talking to. This God that we serve. So it goes on, verse 11, uh, and the woman said unto him, said unto him, sir, Thou have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. She's talking to God now. This is what she's telling God. This, this is the man that created heaven and earth, that spoke things into existence. And this is what she tells him. Well, I guess she didn't have the revelation, but thank God we have the revelation. Thank God we know who we're talking to tonight. But it went on, and she said, that, Sir, you got nothing to draw with. The well is deep. He said, From whence did you have this living water? How are you going to give me this living water you're talking about? Are thou greater, verse 12, are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus was told her. Verse 13, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of living water springing up into everlasting life. So Jesus is rocking this lady's world, letting her know who she's talking to. Still, she couldn't get it. And she said, she talked, because Jesus told her, if I give you this water, you're not going to thirst again. I'm glad tonight that when we get this, the real thing, that there is nothing else that we want because this fulfills our desires. How many can, can testify to that? That when you came into the church, that God changed your desires. And that no longer you wanted things that you needed to have. But that when you came and you contact with Jesus, that he changed your desires. He gave you a new mind, a new spirit, a new soul. Things that you had to have. That you, that you thought you needed. Addictions that you couldn't break. And, and then you took a drink of Jesus and you never thirst again. Because you got the real thing. I'm glad tonight for what Jesus is offering us. You may be seated. And uh, 
And then this, so this woman, she's, she, Jesus got her attention because he said, I'm going to give you water. And this water, you're never going to thirst again. But she's still thinking naturally. And she, she, her ears poked up, pro, popped up and she said, oh, if he's going to give me water that I never have to thirst again, I ain't never got to come here no more. I mean, these, these women had to walk, no doubt, a long way, hot desert, big pitchers of water. And it was hard work. And Jesus is talking about giving her water that she won't have to thirst again. She won't have to do that anymore. So she said right here, she said, verse 15, and, she, and the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst again, neither come here to draw. <laughs> She's like, I want this water, so I ain't got to always do this. I'm tired of this. Thank God. When you come to God, there's some things you won't have to do anymore. There's some things that you don't have to do anymore. The things that, 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 that are messing you up, you don't have to do those things anymore because now you got something better. I'm talking about living water. Living water that God is offering to us tonight. God is offering this to us. And it goes on to say, Jesus told him to say, all right, you want this water? Go call your husband. Jesus started to get personal. Listen, if you want this thing, if you really want this, there are some things. Jesus is going to touch some situation. The church is going to touch some situations that, that you've been hiding. Jesus told this lady, go call your husband. And she lied and said, I don't have a husband. And well, you said you actually spoke truth. You don't have a husband because you had five, and the one that you're with now is not your husband. Jesus was getting down, down to the depths of her soul. If you want this living water, you're going to have to give some things up. We are going to have to be open before God, and all the secrets and all of that is going to have to be cast out the window. We're going to have to be an open book before him. How many want this living water? I don't care what it is, God, that you got to bring out of my life. Bring it out. I want this living water. I desire this. I desire this. I desire this. I want this living water. You may be seated. And then when Jesus told her this, he said, verse 19, the woman said unto, her, unto him, Sir, I perceive you're a prophet. You know, more than a prophet. He's more than a prophet tonight. He's more than a prophet. She, got, she was almost there, but she was more than a, more than, he's more than a prophet. Uh, verse 21, Jesus said, Woman, believe Okay, so basically, Jesus is talking to her, and she's trying to, when she finds out, when she found out that Jesus is a prophet or something, he's some kind of spiritual guy because he just called me out. Then she tries to quote scriptures to Jesus and tell him, oh, you know, and quote uh, the history, yeah, our fathers did this. She tried to talk all big talk, and, and she talked about how we were going to worship, and Jesus just told her, he said, you don't know what you worship. He said, you don't know what you worship. No, there's no need for us to hide or try to act like we know it all. No, that's what she was doing. She was trying to act like a know-it-all. Like, oh, yeah, I know about, about the Messiah. I know about all of this stuff. And Jesus, and she's like, I know about worshiping. And she said, you don't know what you worship. No, it's good. If we want this living water, we got to get to the point that God, and tell God, I don't know anything. I want to be loose, God. I want to be open before you know that I'm at the bottom of the bottom. I need you to lift me up. And I want this living water. God wants to change us. He wants to change us, and we got to let him do it if we really want the living water that the Bible is talking about. we got to cast all of what we know, all of our thinking, all of our ideas. we got to cast all of that off so that way we can get the living water. We can get this living water. I want it tonight. I want it tonight. I want to stick on the topic of living water. That's why I want, you may be see, that's why I want to go. Let's turn to 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel 
chapter. Water, necessary for survival. I think you can go, you can go a couple of days without, without food, but water, you can't go that, you can't go that long without, without water. Uh, 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 15. 2 Samuel 22, verse 15. And David, now this is what's going on here. David and his, his men, they are, they, are at a, they are at battle, and they actually are besieged, which means that the enemy has a camp around about them, and they won't let nothing come out or come in. And they basically what they're trying to do is starve the people of God to death. That's what they're trying to do. They, they, don't, they won't let no food come in, and they surely won't let no water come in. And, um, so, and that's, that's what the devil wants to do. That's what the devil wants to do. He just wants to surround you with negative. What the Bible talks about, lay aside the sin and the weight that does so easily beset you, that the society, it, it surrounds you. And what happens when you're surrounded, he's trying to get you to a point where God can't get to you, where you can't get the living water that Jesus was offering this lady at the well. That's what Satan is, was trying to, it, the enemy was trying to do to David here. And verse 15 said, and David, and David longed, he got a desire, he longed and said, oh, that one will give me a drink of the water of the well of Bethlehem that is by the gate. He longed for it. He longed for that water. And not just any water, he said, but the, the water that was from the well of Bethlehem. Bethlehem. When you read Bethlehem, Israel, and all that, that's a shadow, like I said this morning, that's the shadow of the church. And he, he, he made a Pacific. He said, I want that water. I want the water that comes from Bethlehem. Not just any water will do. Tonight, I don't just want any salvation or just, there's only one. I don't want religion because that's not the waters that fall from Bethlehem. He said, I want the waters from Bethlehem. You know, I want what God has to offer. There are counterfeits out there. There are counterfeits out there, but I want the real thing. I want the pure Holy Ghost water that comes from Jesus Christ and him alone, not come from this world. So he said that in verse 16, the Bible talks about there were three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines. They broke through the host, and they went, draw water out the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink thereof, but poured it out unto the Lord. Good man. What I want to show you here is in verse 16, the Bible talks about the three mighty men that went, and they broke through the host of Philistines to get the water that he longed for. I'm glad tonight that, and I want to be tonight a man of God that is willing to do whatever I got to do to get to the living water, to get to the water that God wants to give me because there is an enemy that just wants nothing to do but to just dry the church out, to dry the church out of the water and just for us to shrivel up, die, and not do anything. But I want the living water. And I want to be like these mighty men the Bible talks about that will break through, that will break through the enemy's camp and that will go and get the water. I want this living water tonight. And whatever I got to do to get it, I'm going to break through. I'm going to break through. Praise God. If you, if you read all the, you may be seated, but real quick to talk about the mighty men. You know, what made these men mighty? And if you continue to go and talk about some of the mighty men that they did, one of them, you know, Bible talked about how he slew one, one guy, slew 800. All these great things that one guy, he, he uh, slew two lion-like men. That's what they did, these mighty men. And I was like, how did they get mighty? But you read before, now this is David here. Before all of this happened, when David was running, 
from Saul, out there running from Saul, the Bible said that he was in caves and that the people that came to him were people that were indebted. There were people that were uh, in problems. They weren't, they didn't thought off, they didn't thought off mighty men right here, the Bible called. The Bible saw that these people were indebted. They were uh, not happy about situations and they came to David. But after getting some water, after tasting a little bit what God had for them, they became mighty men. You know, I, that's what I want to do tonight. I want to become a mighty man and a mighty woman of God. In order to do that, I got to stick around. I got to stick around and I got to know how things work so that way one day I can be a mighty man of God that will, and that knows how important it is to have the water, the living water that comes from God. Thankful tonight for the living water. Amen. We can go to Psalms. Let's go to Psalm 61. Psalm 63, sorry. 63. If the Holy Ghost ain't there, I don't want to be there. That's, that's why it's so good to come to church because we know the Holy Ghost is here. It's not me. It's not uh, the, the singers. It's not the music. But it's the Holy Ghost. That's why we've come here tonight to receive the Holy Ghost and to feel that. It's the living water. That's what it is. Uh, verse 1, it says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land. And right here, the little bit I want to focus on, where no water, where no water is. There are places that there is no water. There are places that there's dry. I don't want to be in a place that's dry where there's no water. I don't want to be there. I want to come to a place like this where there is living water, where there's water to refresh our souls, to refresh us in the Holy Ghost. Psalms 42 we can read it so we know there's places with no water, so we want to stay far away from that. <laughs> Psalm 46, sorry. Verse 4. <laughs> this is talking about the God. Verse 4 it said, There is a river, the streams thereof, which make glad the city of our God. Once again, there is a river, the stream thereof, which make glad the city of our God. We're in a place where the, the, this, is, this is us. The screams thereof, it makes us glad that we're not in the place like we read in 61 where there's no water is. A dry place, that's not us. But we're in a place that there are screams of living water and it makes us glad, it makes us happy. It doesn't put a smile on our face. I, I, I don't know who was talking to, one of the kids told me, he's like, man, he thought I love to come to church. Said, I hate when I miss church. He said, I feel so bad when I miss church. And I'm like, you, you want to know why, right? Because we got the water. <laughs> you know, when you're out there, you're out there running around and you get thirsty. When you take a drink of water, it's refreshing. Right. It's refreshing. I'm glad that we're in a place where there is abundance of water. Right. Abundance. You'll read, you'll read, uh, we don't have to turn to a book of Judges where uh, the, there, the guy there, he's out there fighting the enemy, Samson. Bible said that he defeated a thousand. And after he defeated that thousand, the Bible said that he was a thirst to the point that he was going to die. And he would kind of complain to God and say, God, I just did this great thing, and now I'm going to die of thirst? And God, Bible said that he hollowed the jawbone of that donkey, and there was water inside. And he took a drink, a drink of that, and he was revived. Come on. In this world, when we're fighting devils all day long, it's good that we can come to a place and that God gives us water, living water, that we can be refreshed. Our spirits can be quickened. Come on, I hope we're excited about this living water. 
I hope that we don't take this living water for granted and like, oh man, this don't taste so like it used to taste. No, we got to have a want and a love for this living water that God is offering us. Come on. Thousand men he defeated and he was about to die of thirst. Ooh, let that not be said of us that we're out in this world fighting devils and, and we're not praying and not getting no water to the point that we're about to die. Oh, no, 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 no. I want the water. I want the water that comes from God. I want that. Let's turn to the book of. We can stay. You may be seated. Psalm 65 talks about how that the river is full of water. Full of water. Full. There is abundance of this. There is abundance of this. Let's turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 22. Revelation, chapter 22. Chapter 22, verse 1. And it reads, And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as a crystal, proceeding out from the throne of God and the Lamb of God. This water that we get, look where it, says, it, where it comes from. It's proceeding out of the throne of God. This comes from God's church family. This truth that we get, it comes from God. It didn't come from old wise man no this thing came from God and but the Bible said right here he showed me a pure river of water pure you know it, it, if you've been listening to the news or you read in the paper you'll read all about Flint Michigan and the water crisis that was going on there and what was happening the water was unpure there was actually uh, lead in the water that's what it was and if you know anything about lead lead actually caused brain damage so all those people up there were drinking all that nasty water with lead in it, and it was causing people brain damage. Not this water. Not this water that we get from God. It's not going to mess our brain up. It's actually going to give our brain a good washing that it needs. The water that comes from God, the living water that comes from the throne of God, that's pure, 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 pure. I'm thankful for this water. I hope we are. I hope we are. I hope we understand. You may be seated real quick. Water could be good and water could be bad. Not too long ago, there, were, there was an earthquake and a tsunami. Water came in, destroyed, destroyed, killed. There was people that lost their lives, billions of dollars in damage because of water, because of water. So water could be something that is bad tonight, but the water that I'm talking about that Jesus is offering, it's nothing but good. It's nothing but good. It's nothing but good. I'm talking about water. <laughs> you know, there, there's a, the, apostle, the apostle, he was talking to a man, of, a man in a chariot in the middle of the desert, in the middle of the desert. Now, he's talking to the guy. He's telling him about Jesus, and he's telling him about the water that God has to offer him, telling him about salvation, that in the middle of the desert, he looks and he sees water in the desert. That don't happen a lot. You know, that's not common. Water just don't show up in the desert. But... The water that God has, where it comes from God, he can get it wherever it needs to be at at whatever time. And there was water there. And he said, hey, here's water. He said, what that hindered me from being baptized? <laughs> he went down to both of them into the water. Now, for him that day, water was good. Water was good. He got baptized in the name of Jesus in the middle of the desert where no water was should be. But there God put water right there for it. I'm talking about water that God is offering to us. 
The Bible says that eight souls were saved by water. That's what the Bible says. This, this water will save you. It's talking about baptism like we did this morning. This water will save you. And also, water can kill you. You read in the, in the, the, uh, about Noah. There was that flood that went through killed a lot of people. That water killed a lot of people. But for Noah and his family, that water saved them. That water saved them. I'm telling you, I want to be the right, I want to be on the right side of this. I want to be on the right side of this living water that know that what is God is the, the water that God is offering to us is gonna save us. It's gonna save us. It's not a it's not a water that's gonna damn and kill us, but it's gonna save us. I'm glad tonight for the living water. Let's continue to be excited about the living water. Let's hunger after that, that living water. Could remain standing. Jesus told the, told the lady at the well, he said, man, I'm going to give you some water, all right? You're never going to thirst again. I'm glad tonight that we have come in contact with something that is great. It's living water. It's living water. Don't, don't never take that for granted. Don't let it be to the point where you, 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 you don't have the taste for it no more. You reject that. Oh, no, no. I want the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. And it's, 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 a, it's an abundance. It's in abundance. We don't have to worry about it drying out. The Holy Ghost is in abundance for us. It's plenty to go around. Plenty to go around. Thankful for the water tonight. I'm not just any water, but the living water. Like it said right here in the book of Revelation, it comes from God. It comes from God. It's pure. There's nothing in it that's bad. It's holy. It's sanctified. The Holy Ghost water. I want that tonight. If you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight, it's your night to get that water, that living water. Don't leave without it because you'll be like this lady here. Oh, my life is so much better now that I got the water. My life is so much better. I don't have to thirst again. God has quenched my thirst. It's available to each and every one of us tonight. It's available. It's available. If you've been fighting just like Samson, you've been fighting devils devils all by yourself and now you're thirsty at a point that you're about to die don't leave here tonight without getting a, a fresh touch and a fresh drink of that living water that you can be revived we need that we need that we need that if not we're gonna perish we can't last too long without the water we need god to just give us that good holy ghost refill let it fill us up again because we can't make it without living water i'm thankful for it tonight i'm glad to be in a place where it is there are places, you know, that if not is, like we just read, a dry place. That's not us tonight. We're in the place where the water is, and it's abundant. It's abundant. It's for us. It's for us tonight. Let's lift our hearts with our hands. Let's worship God. God, we thank you for your truth. We thank you, Lord, for what is available to us, dear God, in abundance, Jesus. I pray, oh God, tonight, Lord, that each and every one of us, Jesus, Lord, that we can grab a hold and drink a little more of the Holy Ghost power, Lord, that you have to offer us, Jesus. God, we need your spirit. Those of us, Lord, who have not, Lord, the Holy Ghost, I pray tonight that you will fill, fill people's hearts, Jesus. Fill people, Lord, with this water, God, that they may not thirst again. You'll give them something that's so much better, God. Let's lift our hearts. Let's come and let's gather around. Let's pray for a little bit tonight. Thank you, Jesus.
I've got it, I've got it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh yeah. You need it. You need it. You need it. You need it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh, yeah. I got it. I've got it. I got it. I've got it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh, yeah. Got it. I've got it. Got it. I've got it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh, yeah. You need it. You need it. You need it. You need it. Somebody find the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. You need it. Oh, yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Somebody find the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Somebody find the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it. I got it. Oh yeah. You need it. You need it. You need it. Somebody power the Holy Ghost, I can't explain it. So somebody power the Holy Ghost, I can't explain it. Oh, somebody power the Holy Ghost, I can't explain it. I got it. Oh, 